Jay Butter and Popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea Butter and Popcorn. Now, live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn. With Taj and Chels, Season 2, Episode 6. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the all-inclusive podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing our favorite films. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, and all-around movie lover. Taji, let them know who you are and what we're talking about today. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Tajiana, a.k.a. Taj, also actress, filmmaker, and activist. And today, we are talking about rom drums. Yes, rom drums, romantic dramedies. So, in honor of the photograph which came out today, you guys. Happy Valentine's Day by the way. Happy Valentine's Day everyone. Spread a little love <laughs> around y'all. Spread it around. AKA Happy Singles Awareness Day everyone. <laughs> yes. Y'all, do you remember Taj last year we had our own Valentine's hang with the girls? Yes. So I loved fun. our Valentine's. I, I highly that. recommend Photograph movie coming out <laughs> today. Starring Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield, uh, we wanted to talk about love and romantic drama. So please, everyone, go support this beautiful love story. It's definitely going to be amazing. Let us know what you thought of that movie. Rom drums for the win. I mean, it's literally one of my personal favorites, aside from rom coms and action movies, which we discussed last season. I'm like, why not talk about rom coms? Um, it offers up some tear jerking realness for real. So today is also. Also very extra special because we have a special guest with us. Yes! Yes, we do. We have Hassani, who is a singer, songwriter, and playwright in Los Angeles pursuing his dreams and is super excited to be a guest on this podcast. Welcome, Hassani. Yes. And the crowd goes... Thank you. Yes. The crowd goes wild. Yes. And (laughs) to (laughs) to commemorate you being our very first guest, we have not had any guests on the show yet. Season two, we're yes. brand new for you guys. This Another hand Shea, clap? Right? Another hand clap, for real. This is Shea Butter and Popcorn. So what would you say is your favorite popcorn brand, if you had to pick? Oh, well, I, I grew up eating over Redenbacher. That's what I grew up eating. Oh, so oh like, let's go. Tosh, tell them why Orville is so special. Why Orville is so special? Because of the buttery goodness. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and because it was our title of season one, episode one. Of Orville. season one, episode one. <laughs> oh, for real? Okay. I was trolling. <laughs> Chelsea's like, say the correct thing. <laughs> no, but we, in season one, we named each episode after a brand of popcorn. And now yes. we, in season two, are just letting y'all know what genres we're doing each episode about. And today we're super excited to have Hassani on as a guest. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm super excited and honored to be on the show. Thank you, thank you for joining us. So let's get into our mm-hmm. movies. All right, the first film we're going to talk about is Me Before You, 2016, directed by Thea Sharrock. So this film is based on the book by Jojo Moyes, and the soundtrack to this movie is seriously so sweet. I absolutely love this film. Uh, it's definite tearjerker. So you have young and quirky. Louisa, a.k.a. Lou, Lou Clark, played by Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Mm. And she moves from one job to the next to help her family make ends meet. 
Her fashions in this movie are so cute. She has such adorable style. It's so endearing to watch. She has such a cheerful, positive attitude. But that is pushed to the test when she becomes a caregiver for Will Trainer, played by Sam Clapton, a very wealthy young banker who was actually left paralyzed from an accident two years before. So he's very cynical. You got the yin and yang thing going on. He's cynical. She's positive. Uh, he has a very bleak outlook on life, but it slowly starts to change when Lisa shows him that life is worth living. So their bond deepens and their lives and hearts change in ways that neither one of them could imagine. It's so cute and very sad. It has a realistic ending, though, I would say. I'm not going to give it away for those who haven't seen it, but they are so in love. Um, it kind of has sort of a tragic love story, but it's a very sweet movie. Me Before You, 2016. I believe it's available to stream on demand, like Amazon Prime. I was going to say, is it on Amazon Prime? Yes, Amazon Prime to rent and stream. So check that out for all of you romantic drama lovers out there. (laughs) My second movie I'm going to get into this week Oh my gosh! I just need to take a moment. Here we go. No, because like (laughs) I don't think you understand. This is like one of my favorite romance films of all time. Seriously, I remember, and this is a throwback, renting this from Blockbuster. It was like along the walls of uh, new releases, and I was just so mesmerized by this beautiful love story. Oh, I am talking about 2004's The Notebook. Oh, oh. <laughs> Nick Cassidy. <laughs> yes, the Notebook, based off the Notebook. Book. Yes, based off the book by Nicholas Sparks. Uh the Notebook is just. I have to share something. I, yes. I haven't. I, I haven't seen it. I've never I, seen okay. the I haven't seen the full thing either. No, that's that's totally fine. I mean, I walked in on a. I forgot which scene. I think it was right before the whole dramatic. Um, seeing the rain and everything. I think it was right before that scene. I walked mm-hmm. in and I was just like, hmm, this seems really dramatic and like overly like, I don't know. And then I was just yeah. like, okay. And then I just uh-huh. like, <laughs> but I mean, I what? think that it's still uh. sweet. I think it's still sweet. I mean, yeah. I just didn't get through the whole thing. The it's just the way that high. it happened. The stakes are yeah. high. The melodrama is definitely building its stacking. So Mm-hmm. For those of you who haven't seen it or haven't checked out this movie, it's really good. It shows a heartbreaking reality at the end. I love how you really don't know uh, the true relationship between these two lovers until the very end of the movie because you have this old couple and he's mm-hmm. at an old folks home and he's reading um, to this woman out of uh, this notebook and it's a love story. <laughs> and um, their, their names are Noah and Allie in it is their love story that unfolds. And it's definitely one for the ages to be remembered. So in 1940s South Carolina, you have a mill worker, Noah Calhoun, played by Ryan Gosling, and a very wealthy girl named Allie, played by Rachel McAdams, who are desperately in love. Her parents don't approve, primarily because of status separates them, and she comes for money and he doesn't. So when she leaves for university and attends Sarah Lawrence, who's totally heartbroken, he writes her a letter every day for a year, which, of course, is very far-fetched because people don't even write letters anymore, but it's still sweet. You know, it's the 40s, though. And so Noah goes off to serve in World War II, and it seems to mark the end of their love affair. 
And in the interim, Allie becomes involved with another man played by James Marsden when she's serving as a nurse um, after college. And so when Noah returns to their small town years later on the cusp of Allie's marriage to this other man, it becomes clear that the romance is anything but over. And so the dialogue in this film to me is just really poignant. There's scenes when they're on the beach and she's asking him if he believes in reincarnation because she's like, I want to come back as a bird. And he just says, uh, and she says, you know, say you're a bird too. And he's like, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. It's just so tender. And there's different doses of reality within the film, which I like because it is a melodrama. But um, when he's retelling their love story, there's a scene when they're arguing and she's learning how to drive. And he's yelling at her when uh, they're playing in the pool in the summertime. He's like, get in the water. She's like, don't yell at me. Um, and there's this, this pushing pool <laughs> that comes on. It's so sweet. Um, and even when they're getting ice cream, it shows that even though everything can be coming up roses in a relationship when you're in one, at the same time, every rose also has its thorns and that can prick you from time to time. And it's not going to be like the Milky Way every day. Um, the one scene. Speak it, speak it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth though. It's the truth. It happens. But the one scene that's my favorite is definitely, um, when she already has come back and kind of rekindled the relationship, even though she's engaged with someone else. And he asks her point blank, what do you want? And he's like, what do you want? You know, he's like aggressive with her, not afraid to give her some tough love. And she just starts breaking down and she's crying. And he's like, I'm not afraid to tell you when you get on my nerves, you're being a pain in my butt, which you are 99% of the time. You know, they seem like such an odd pairing because they can be contrary, but they work together. It's just so beautiful. Oh, I mean, that's real like, too. Yeah. It's so real. Like it'd be mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. raw emotion. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so raw. And I think because it has that realism is why it stood the test of time. Because this movie came out in two thousand five. Yeah, people still get excited about it. Like it just came out, and every new wave of generation that rises, right? They're discovering it, and they're like, "Oh my god, this movie! Where has it been all my life?" So, which is what yeah. I love. Yeah, seriously. So, my question for you, Hassani, since we have a guest. This week, I want to know from a male perspective, because women can be like, oh, my God, the notebook, ah, or just romance movies in general, romantic dramas. <laughs> Do you think that women approach relationships in a way that is too grandiose or idealistic? Because I know a lot of women want to love like the notebook or a grand love like these movies, you know, or like, yeah. organic, for example, you know, so. Yeah, I, so I think some women do. Mm-hmm. I think some women do like they they put they they kind of fantasize certain things like in their head like oh like where's my whatever his name is in the notebook and I'm like well I'm like you just passed him mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's like you know he was talking a couple months ago and you friend zone him you know so it's like they just kind of I think they 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 kind of put like hit you know certain people in like guys and boxes that they want like for the movies they're like I want the guy just mm-hmm. like that and it's like yeah. the guy's not gonna be like that at all. Yeah, because they this kind of build a bear. Mm-hmm. Right, no. exactly. It's not. It's, yeah, you can't. You can't just build a man. Like no. Uh huh. So. Oh yeah, I love that you said that because I do feel like it's a movie at the end of the day, and it's a script. You know, and yeah. he's like, oh my god, Ryan Gosling's like that. No, he's not. We don't know what he's like. Mm-hmm. He's, an actor. he's nothing like that. He's nothing like that. <laughs> it's just yeah. dramatized. Yeah. You know, it's uh-huh. we are recreating reality but it's dramatized it's fantasy so uh, it's very very dangerous when people take movies with more than a grain of salt when they take the whole container 
and they're like, yes, this will be my Prince Charming. And it's like, well, yeah. okay. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of insane, and but it's okay. A fact, mm-hmm. fun fact about this movie, they actually ended up dating for like on and off for like five years. Yeah. But they oh, did no not way. like, yeah, but that was after the movie. Because when they did the movie, they hated each other. Oh my gosh. Oh, Ryan Gosling and, and Richard McAdams? McAdams. Oh yeah, they couldn't see anything. Interesting. It was just like. Well, they built that chemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens when you're working yeah. that close together. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so true. That's so true. Um, another question. Uh, that was some really good point, Hassani. What do you do? You like rom coms? Would you say that you like rom coms or rom coms? Oh yeah, I do. I actually do. Okay. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Like I love rom coms. Like a good rom com. Like what's what's a classic one? Like I guess I like Crazy Stupid Love. Is that a rom com? Yeah, sort of. Oh, it's more like Hitch. Yes. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like rom, like real, like how rom coms. I think now they're they're a little they're a little cheesy. Like Like you like more authentic, less cheesy, but more authentic. Yeah, more authentic. Like the one with Issa Rae. You're talking about that one. I want to see. Yeah. Oh, that one definitely. definitely. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but I do. Okay. Okay. That's nice. I love that. Yeah, Crazy Stupid Love is a great one. I love that movie. That's mm-hmm. really good. Um, also, do you think that, um, and I know on The Notebook it talks about more like status and also Me Before You. Um, Me Before You, the girl's rich. I mean, the guy's rich, but the girl isn't. And then the, in the Notebook, too. of course, The Notebook, um, she's wealthy, but he isn't. Do you think that status and class has a lot to do with like, you know, dating or being with somebody, do you think that can get in the way if you let it or? Uh, for me? Yeah. Or like just in general? For, for me? Either or. Both. Either or. <laughs> well, if, for me, like, no, no, doesn't matter at all. But like in general, yeah, I mean, some people, you know, obviously I think it comes down to like, you just have to have something going for yourself. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you can't, you don't have to be, rich or anything but you have to have you have to have ambitions you have to have something that you strive to do you know so like the well the you know the girl that you want or the girl that i want to be with is not one that's gonna like stop me from what i want to do she's gonna like ride the wave with me mm-hmm. you know and that's the person that you want like either or either side it's like the person that you want is gonna like you, they were here when you were you know, when you were struggling and when you were like working, like to just be the person that you're eventually going to be. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I love that. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, Taji. Let them know what your movies are. Those are my movies for this week. Hope y'all enjoyed them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I kill this movie. <laughs> um, Let's hear it. Wow. They raved. Let me just give up to all the boys I've loved before. It came out in 2018. So it's categorized as a teen romance film. Um, and, you know, everybody loves Noah Centineo. Um, I think yeah, that was this his, guy. was this the thing? This was kind of the one that got him some more attraction. I think this is the one that kind of boosted yeah, they started his career. Or was it the movie that he did before this? No, I think it was this one. They started calling him it's this Netflix one, yeah. boyfriend, like Netflix boyfriend or something. Okay, yeah, because mm-hmm. he, you know, he's also in other Netflix films as well. Um, so this um, this movie is about um, a high school junior 
Laura Jean. Um, she writes letters to boys who she feels an intense passion for um, before locking the letters away in her closet. <laughs> so her latest letter is to her childhood friend, Josh, who is dating her older sister. And so when her older sister moves to college, she breaks up with Josh. Laura Jean has always had a crush on Josh and has decided, you know, will it be okay today? And maybe yes, kind of. Uh. So that is sort of the beginning of the plot and it goes through. And in the film, we kind of see how um, Laura like deals with, you know, this confrontation of her former crush, Peter, and, you know, revealing this letter that gets mailed and, you know, you, causing her to faint because it's like, wait, what? You're him. <laughs> so she um, she actually, you know, we actually get to see her throughout the film interacting with different guys, like how her other friend um, who, you know, in the past comes out, well, he comes out as gay and she realizes like, oh, wait, we, they actually, you know, they used to like each other. Um, or I think it's he used to like her um, or something like that. And then after that, we kind of see that, you know, they're fake dating, but then feelings develop after the fake, fake dating in quotes. So this film, I think it did so well because of the one, the diversity. Um, this is a, this is a very, um, female heavy crew, which I loved. Um, female director, um, Susan Johnson. Um, and so, the lead is an Asian girl, Asian woman. Like, come on now. Like, this is great. And so I think that diversity in there, but also the plot was really strong. And it wasn't, I don't think it was cheesy. I think it was very strategic in how it was produced. Um, and so, um, yeah, they are actually um, having a sequel that has come out. Yes, that has come yes. out. So if you have not seen it, go watch it. Please go watch this this uh, teen romance if you haven't and watch the sequel as well. Um, I, I think that it's an incredible approach to um, just, I don't know, storytelling. Like the cinematography in this film, first of all, is immaculate. I love the, the shot composition as well. I really enjoyed that. Um, and I just enjoyed the story overall, how how it all boiled down so please go and support and watch it it's great i like it and i usually don't like romantic movies like that but at all right yeah at all chelsea we're over here okay <laughs> right exactly I'm over here. You're over here. It's okay. She's like, get out. Anyways. So um, that is to all the boys I've loved before. Very late. All right. Also, <laughs> Chelsea hasn't seen the movie. So I'm trying to do this without spoiling. Queen and Slim, y'all. Just released not too long ago. Um, a very, very, very romantic drama <laughs> um sure. i i have mixed feelings about the film um but same, first same. let's get into it so slim and queens <laughs> first date takes an unexpected turn 
when a policeman pulls them over for a minor traffic violation, when the situation escalates, Slim takes the officer's gun and shoots him in self-defense. Now labeled cop killers in the media, (laughs) Queen and Slim feel that they have no choice but to go on the run and evade the law. When a video of the incident goes viral, um, the unwitting the unwitting outlaws soon become a symbol of trauma, terror, grief, and pain for people all across the country. Oof. So, um, screen, screenplay written by Lena Waithe, um, director Melina, uh, I don't even know how to say her last name. Matsuku, Mats, Matsukas, Matsukas. Melina Matsukas. Sure. Mm-hmm. Matsukas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, loved the cinematography in this film this was so beautiful like just the shots the colors the angles like it was a very beautiful cinematic piece um i feel like you know they they could have took this a lot of a lot of ways um but this writing i think lena did a very good job at adding in language that was Obviously, you know, it's, it's a black, it's a black, um, you know, romantic dramedy, uh, or dramedy. What? Romantic drama. So I feel like this had to be done a very specific way. So I think, you know, it, including, you know, this cast in here, like, you know, having heavy, heavy hitters also helped, like having Daniel Kaluuya starring in this. Um, Jody Turner Smith, this was her, I think this was categorized as her breakout debut. role. Um, yeah, her debut. Um, and then we also had India Moore on this, which I loved. Like this film, I think was very well casted. Um, and they could have, you know, you, you do a film with black leads and you have, you know, something about police brutality or police violence, you know, people often are like, okay, and we get it now. Like we've seen it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this, mm-hmm. for them to take this approach, it was like, finally, like we something are not, you know, yeah. victimized. Yeah, something yeah. different. And like it just the way that it was composed is, is very shocking. Like when I saw it in theaters, I was like, like the air was sucked out of the room. Like, like oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, and you know, Queen is a criminal defense attorney. So I just, <laughs> you know, it's a, it starts off. You know, if you watch the film, you'll know that they know each other from there awkward tinder date which is hilarious and then it escalates um so i definitely i i loved um watching this film i don't know if i how i feel about the ending and i know that um they were trying to complement the story of bonnie and clyde mm-hmm. um you know these <laughs> this couple who goes and robs robs people and murders people and you know them you know it's not it's not the same it's not the yeah. same but they yeah. definitely tried to mirror that um concept of a black bonnie and clyde and so um i don't know if how i felt about the ending i i definitely do feel like the the movie had a lot of twists and turns i don't think that i agree with or agree who cares about my opinion right i don't <laughs> think that i enjoyed the middle of the film as well like certain things i feel like could have been cut out like it seemed like it was unnecessary and added so much more weight and i was like lena why why did you do this to us like Mm -hmm. it could have been this other way like you had an opportunity to make a a black you know romantic 
yeah, classic on the cusp of 2020 and we went this direction. So, mm-hmm. but I understand why I was just disappointed because I didn't want it. To, I didn't want it to go that way. Yeah. And other people have also said that, but then, you know, people have to remind me of the story of Bonnie and Clyde too. So I'm kind of indifferent. I don't think it's a film that I would watch more than once personally, just like tr- for trauma's sake, but there's yeah. a lot of movies um, like that, but Melina is su- such a good director, though, because, like, yeah. she started with music videos. She did a slew of Beyonce's music videos, directed those, you know, and that's, like, how she got her start, but she's so mm-hmm. talented. I met her at the Image Awards yeah. a few years back, but she's really, really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. I mean, cool. I can tell because going from music videos to this, it was very mm-hmm. musical in terms mm-hmm. of, like, how, you know, in terms of the cinematography and also just, like, how they um, positioned everything. It was very specific and it complemented the writing. Yeah, Yeah, it was very specific. Yeah. And so just like looking at that from, you know, a filmmaker's and an actor's perspective too, it was just like, wait, what, what are we doing here? Like it was very, very beautiful. So I, I enjoyed the visuals for sure. That's if if it's anything, the visuals itself, like a one. But um, yeah, Hassani, what did you think about the film? I know Chelsea hasn't seen it, but you have seen. I know you did a you did a good job. You know. you did, I was like, I was like, she, I was like, you did a really good job about spoiling a thing. I was like, <laughs> it, it, yeah. I, I feel the same way. I it, it was yeah. First of all, that's a really controversial script to pick up in in general. In the beginning, it's like that's yeah. never been done before, mm-hmm. and so that's like. That can go a whole bunch of ways. So, yeah, I I wouldn't see it more than once. Just it that could have been like one of the films for the ages, really. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have been like just one of the best films like you ever seen. Ever but seen. cinematically, it was yeah. yeah. Cinematically, it was it was I loved it. Now, if you mentioned, oh yeah, that, that it did look like a music video, like the movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I, I just enjoy Danny Kaluuya. I just love his acting. Like, oh. when he did Get Out, mm-hmm. Get Out was just, that that movie was amazing. That's like, when mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to make film. It's like... Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Jordan Peele, for introducing us to a world where we can talk about social issues, but in a creative way. Like, in yes, I would like to way, do too. Yeah. And, and, he, yeah. and this one was like, you know, when I saw the trailer first, I was like, wow, that is very... I was like, that that's wow that's pretty topical like and then i just watched everybody's faces when you know when i saw the trailer and they were were watching it for the first time yeah everybody was just like they were just stunned like wow they're stunned because that's just like you never think that that happened like ever and so it's 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 wild to think about but i enjoyed like the some stuff yeah you're right some stuff they didn't need in there some stuff they could have just taken out and substituted Mm -hmm. you know like it Sometimes it wasn't. It just wasn't necessary. I'm like, hey, what does that have to do with the story? What you know, was like, the point? Yeah. Yeah. What was the point? Yeah. But yeah, I, I give it. I give it a B overall. Yeah. Overall, definitely yeah. a strong B for sure. Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't watched it, please watch. Support Black Love. Support Black Love. Yeah, definitely go support please. it. Definitely. Like, yeah. Don't watch it more than once, <laughs> unless you can. <laughs> unless you have the the willpower. <laughs> that but, <laughs> but definitely support it um i i enjoyed having that um i think i'm gonna buy some merch just because i love like seeing that we have a symbol of like 
black love like on screen that's what i um, and it's too so, like just dark skin black love like it's just black love exactly at its finest. that's They're what i really black. love mm-hmm. yeah exactly black. Yeah. like yes so i loved yeah. it loved it but mm-hmm. yes so i wanted to ask you Hassani, Yo. as our guest i wanted to know we've talked about a lot of films thus far um finishing season one and now um getting into season two is well underway what is your favorite genre um if you have to choose one and why oh that's tough if i had to choose one yeah if you had uh, to <laughs> i would say drama you must drama <laughs> okay. i would say drama yeah even though i love comedy okay. i love comedy but I, I think drama is like where the real like that's where the real grit is. That's where the real like. Do you have a favorite uh, dramatic movie in particular, or you're like dramatic um, movies, please? I don't know. I have I have some like. Have you seen Google Hunting? Oh, mm, I love Hunting. that movie. That's okay. one of my favorite so movies good. ever. That movie is just amazing. Mm. That that's one of the best written. My top five. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, my sister's yeah. favorite movie. She loves Good Will Hunting. She oh, is it? Mm-hmm. The movie's incredible, man. I can watch that. Oh. <laughs> I can watch that. I can watch that over and over and over. Over again. I can watch that over and over. How you like them apples? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I love okay, it. Okay, yeah, for I, sure. I for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I have another question. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a random question. Not really because it's Valentine's Day, but I wanted to know. We're talking about movies and it's Valentine's Day. What um is it acceptable still in this day and age to take somebody um in particular, usually it's what the girl to the guy, right? Is it still acceptable to go on movie dates as the first date thus far? Or are we over it? It's too cliche. Okay. I'm okay. like, no, that's that's been there, done that. No, no, you, you come on, dude. You gotta think. It's, I, I I like to do different stuff, like movie dates. That's just that's that's played out. Okay. Have you ever taken a girl on a movie day before? I had not on the first one. Uh, not on the first good. one, like good. when you get to the third, yeah, not good. the first one. Okay. The problem is. The thing, okay, I love movies. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast about movies. It's my favorite thing to do is watch movies. The reason why I say no movies on a date, not like a first first few dates, only because you want to be able to talk and get to know each other, which you can't do mm-hmm. in a movie. Yeah, I feel like dinner's, dinner is nice. It could be a little right. bit heavier. I feel like a first date, though, coffee is fun because it's that's, coffee. That's, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, dinner is like, Sometimes yeah. girls, they like push them away because they're mm-hmm. like, whoa, it's just too much. Like it's too much. Too much yeah, it's so, form- it's so formal. And I right. think if it's, it's a so stranger, formal, yeah. you know, you want to get to know them more. Just like, you know, meet up with them and like hang out and like talk. I don't think we yeah, just put so much yeah. pressure or on the first Or do something impression. fun like a group hang yeah. or amusement right. park, you know, yeah. and win her a prize yeah. or something. I don't know. I'm win just- her a prize. <laughs> Guys, take notes. When Chelsea uh, cries, yeah. you'll win her heart. <laughs> yes. One of those things. Just don't ask me to cook for you because <laughs> Taj knows. That's why she's screaming. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I'm not cooking for nobody's son. I'm sorry. I can't even cook for myself. 
I gotta get it together. <laughs> I can make the a breakfast. That's it. Can he? No, I can do breakfast. Breakfast yeah, is the I can easy. do breakfast. Like lunch and dinner. I mean, yeah. dinner is the hardest. Dinner lunch hard. is like okay. Breakfast it's like easy, medium, hard, right? Mm-hmm. Like breakfast is cool. I can do yeah. the whole spread for breakfast. Yeah. yeah, like I know how to do that. But when it starts getting down into dinner, yeah. then I'm like, because there's so many you want what? Exactly, that's what <laughs> right, I'm saying. Right. And I'm that's not even more of a cook. Thing. I'm more of like a baker because I like to make Same. cookies. I'm cake. more of a baker, yeah. Yeah. I like Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not like, my mother. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Isn't that a I shame? You it. know what's so sad about it, though, is my, my sister can cook, too, can throw down. And my mom and dad can. Really? My mom and dad used to have their own restaurant in Texas, and I can't cook a thing. Oh, dope. They're like, what is wrong with you? you like, they didn't <laughs> teach me. They didn't teach me. I mean, they kind of did. Like, but then they would just be like, fine, you? I'll make it. And I'm like, well, how do I learn? They're like, just read the directions. And I'm like, that don't mean it's going to taste good. No, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, but so I, I, mean, I, I can cook. Together. I can cook, but I, yeah. I just, you know. Okay. I just, I'm too lazy. I'm like, forget it. Forget it. Exactly. I'm lazy. I'm like, I need, like, where are all the guys at who are chefs? Because I'm like, this would be great. Who's in culinary school? Yeah. Um, DM <laughs> Shea <Bush>. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my joking. God. I'm joking. I'm She's joking. shooting her shot. Yeah. I love no, it. No, not, but I feel no, like at the same time, like, when like you're a chef or things like that and we should actually do it that's a good episode movies about chefs and baking because the intensity and the ego it actually takes to be a good chef if you watch those chef movies it's like mm-hmm. please it's intense more intense it than is, watching yeah. like it's, it's on tv or like gordon ramsay stuff like it's like it's my favorite show i love that show yeah really yeah. <laughs> oh i love that show you do that's nice oh it's great yeah it's so much. He fun. yells at him like, "No, he's, he's hilarious." Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Oh my gosh! Yelling, so true. But we oh, have yeah, some Valentine's Day tips before we get into our next segment. I mean, if you are single and aware that it is Single Awareness Day, as Taj, <laughs> you know, there are alternatives. You know, even if you don't have that special someone, you know what you can do? You can go out and this may sound cheesy, but hey, it works. I believe that you should go out and get your some nice bath salts and some candles treat yourself have a little treat meet yourself tonight, to a spa you know? day yes i'm not gonna get your nails done <laughs> you know if you want to go get your hair done go get your hair done whatever you want to do do some um yoga meditation you know yeah go um, do something do some stretching fun. and when i say meditation yeah. i don't always mean like having to but just like sit and meditate on some good energy and good vibrations for like 20 minutes you know, yeah. if you just take out yeah. 15, 20 small minutes and just meditate on some good things in the world. Yeah, around. journal too. Journaling. Thoughts mm-hmm. Society will make it seem like, you know, yeah. we have holidays um, as if seeing couples in general wasn't already enough. But having a, yeah, a exactly. holiday that is sort, sort of centered around, you know, love and partnerships, those who are not within that group feel excluded and you can often feel like, you know, what is wrong with me or I'm lonely because I'm not a part of the club. But the fact of the matter is, who cares? It's not mandatory. <laughs> You're okay. No. Like, no, it's not. Sometimes it's better, but it's time. better to be, sometimes people, yeah. it's better to be single because then you explore yourself. I say it's better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So love on yourself. You, know? you deserve all the love today. If you haven't done something yet, please, like, I don't know, go watch, go watch your favorite movie. Go, like, uh-huh. you know, I know people feel guilty about eating out, right? But like, you know, go get yourself, you know, 
your favorite food or something. Like you treat yourself because you deserve yeah. it. And if you're too yeah. embarrassed to eat out alone because it's Valentine's, that's why there's Postmates. That's why there's DoorDash. Right. <laughs> you better Uber eat you some dinner so, and put some are. candles mm. and watch some Netflix. And who knows? Your Postmate. And your Postmate in my life. Yeah, I mean, hey, your postmate. Ooh, your postmate. Your postmate might become your real mate. Take notes, ladies. Okay, I'm gonna stop. (laughs) Wow, thanks, Asani, for the for the hope, man. (laughs) I love it. All right, Taj, let's get into our next segment, which is personal Everest. Personal Everest. So. When someone makes a big summit up a mountain, say Mount Everest, for example, there are a set of skills and tools that one must master or adhere to with a great team around them to get the job done. So I think the personal Everest for a director making a romantic drama would definitely be um, having that epic saga have a touch of realism to make the story be relatable to people for something for um, people of all walks of life to kind of attach themselves to. Um, I think that people have to really first have a feel for love stories um, to be able to relate to it. Now I'm not saying that the story still can't be like grand in nature. Cause it can, but I'm just saying like, it's better for it to have touches of relatability. What do you think Taj? I think that that is definitely true. I feel like if the romantic comedy or drama is kind of, I don't know if it's kind of blown up, then people kind of lose track of like what the story is actually about. And I think that's why a lot of people, um, there's a certain demographic of people who don't enjoy romantic movies because they feel like they're corny. So the question is, Hassani, what do you think yeah. about um, romantic dramas in dramas. terms of like directors um, yeah. creating the vision for it and, you know, having that touch of realism to make the story relatable to people? Um, and you know, so that people can relate to the story and not saying, Chelsea was saying, not mm-hmm. saying that the story line can't be big and out there and grand, but right. having that touch of relatability, what do you, what do you think? Do you agree with that? Or you think that nah, make yeah. it, make it the bigger, the better? Or do you think, you know, keep no. it more authentic no, keep it, or keep it authentic as, as possible because people, they, they, they go away from inauthenticity in life in general, mm-hmm. you know, yes. because they can spot when something's, something's wrong with that person or something's off or like when you're inauthentic, people can spot that they just can smell it on you. So it's like, keep it right because that's what art's for. So it's like, it's not to make, you know, a check just to make it bigger and better and just like, just to bring money. And it's like, you have to use it to, to inspire people or to help somebody like that's going through something or to, to, yeah. Cause it's, it's, yeah. and you know, and the thing is, it's, yeah, it's something, I think art's been lost that kind of way where it's like, you know, like for this is like all these remakes, it's mm. like, mm-hmm. wh- why, like why, why the remake? We have that <laughs> yeah. already. Like, that's what we were talking about in our sequels episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like there, there doesn't need to be another one because that had its time. So you have to make something else. And there's tons of scripts out. There's tons of ideas out there that people that people have that are authentic, that are real, that that are genuine, that really they believe in. Like and I you never should go away from authentic authentic things that are relatable too, because people like when they can relate to things. Yeah. You know, so they that. like when they can relate to it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Well, thank you all for listening. Please tune in next week. We will be discussing our favorite mystery and suspense films. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Who is that coming around the corner? I don't know. What makes the hair stand up on the back of your, our necks? We're going to discuss all of that. Um, thank you to Hassani for being, our, being our first guest. Yeah, thank, you so thank you for having me. Yes, for sharing beautiful anecdotes. Um, Please feel free to follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Shade Butter Pop. You can follow us on Instagram at Shade Butter Popcorn, or you can follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. At Tajiana underscore on Twitter or Instagram. Yes, and Hassani, please let me know where they can follow you and check out your music. Yeah, you can follow me on Hassan and McQueen Davis on Instagram, and then you can follow me on YouTube at Hassan and Music Official. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah. Check him out. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Stay tuned. Yes, we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yes. Bye. See ya.